This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, June 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Talley. Here's today's headlines. Senate turns to Farm Bill. CBO. Senate Bill tapped commodity title for savings. And right to farm upheld, but challenges remain. U.S. Senate now turns to farm legislation. The Senate takes up its bipartisan farm bill this evening as committee leaders work to protect the bill from amendments that they fear could undermine commodity programs and crop insurance. The Senate is scheduled to vote this evening on a motion to proceed to the bill, which the Agriculture Committee approved 20 to 1. The Republican-controlled House passed its version of the bill over United Democratic opposition last week with a vote of 213 to 211. Passing the bill this week ahead of next week's July 4th recess would clear the way for House-Senate negotiations to start next month on a final version of the legislation. Ahead of the Senate debate, more than 600 farm groups, state operations and companies, organizations that literally run from A to Z in the ag sector, urged senators not to tolerate the farm bill amendments that seek in any way to weaken crop insurance. The letter, which is similar to one previously sent to House members, specifically asked senators to vote against any amendments that, one, reduce or limit participation in crop insurance, two, make insurance more expensive for farmers during a time of economic downturn in agriculture, or three, harm private sector delivery. CBO, Senate Bill tapped commodity title for savings. The official cost estimate for the Senate Farm Bill is out from the Congressional Budget Office, and it shows how the Agriculture Committee shifted money around to pay for members' priorities. The biggest cut in the bill is to the rural development title of about $2.3 billion over 10 years, that according to CBO. The bill would effectively raise interest rates for a fund that rural electric co-ops utilize. According to the Congressional Budget Office, the commodity title would lose $395 million over 10 years. That reflects a cut to a cotton textile program that was used to fund the bill's energy programs under an amendment sponsored by Senator Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota. The bill would also save $263 million over 10 years by tightening the means test for commodity programs. But that money was plowed back into commodity programs. The bill adds $174 million to the Agriculture Risk Coverage Program and provides an additional $97 million for dairy producers. The research title is boosted by $685 million under the bill, with $450 million of that going to organic research, most of the rest of the Foundation for Food and Agriculture Research. Also of note, the bill would provide $558 million in new funding for local agriculture programs. Trump urges delay on House immigration vote. President Donald Trump predicted a red wave of new Republicans in Congress after the November midterm election. He's asking the House to delay its efforts to pass an immigration reform bill until more Republicans can be elected to Congress. The president tweeted, Republicans should stop wasting their time on immigration until after we elect more senators and congressmen and women in November. Dems are just playing games, have no intention of doing anything to solve this decades-old problem. We can pass great legislation after the red wave. 
That would go against the goals of those in agriculture who continue to hope for legislation as quickly as possible to help secure a stable source of farm labor. It's been a top priority for groups like the American Farm Bureau Federation for years. House Republican leadership have promised to hold a vote in July on a standalone bill to address the needs of agriculture labor, but only after overall immigration reform is dealt with. The fate of that proposed farm labor bill is unclear if action on primary immigration reform is delayed indefinitely. AgriPulse has reported that the House Farm Labor Bill would create a guest worker program and make it mandatory for farmers and other employers to use the E-Verify system to check the legal status of employees. The American Farm Bureau Federation in a statement said, where American workers are unwilling or unavailable, workers from other countries have provided crucial support to American agriculture. Congress needs to pass responsible immigration reform that addresses agriculture's current experienced workforce and creates a new flexible guest worker program. Instability in the agriculture workforce places domestic food production at risk. Increasing immigration enforcement without also reforming our worker visa program would cost America $60 billion in agriculture production. Ag nuisance ruling in Iowa upholds right to farm, but leaves the door open for plaintiffs. The Iowa Supreme Court upheld a state right to farm law designed to shield animal feeding operations from nuisance lawsuits, but left the door open for neighbors to sue if they can meet a three-pronged test laid out in a previous decision. The Supreme Court ruled Friday that Iowa's right to farm law was constitutional, but said the district court judge did not properly analyze the facts using that three-part test. First, they must show that they did not receive a particular benefit from the nuisance immunity granted to the feeding operations other than that enjoyed by the public at large. Second, they must show they suffered significant hardship. And third, they lived on their property long before the animal facility began operating. The case now goes back to the lower court for analysis using those three factors. It's now clear that district courts must engage in significant fact-finding before they can declare that granting immunity from specific damages to a defendant would violate a specific plaintiff's constitutional rights. That from Kristen Tindgren, director of the Center for Agriculture, Law, and Taxation at Iowa State University, in a blog post analyzing the decision. Here's today's He Said It. So we've started a process, and I think that'll work out with China because we have a very good relationship with President Xi Jinping. He's incredible. That was President Donald Trump at a rally in Nevada on Saturday with a rosy view of the rising trade aggression between the two countries that threatens to hobble U.S. soybeans to China. The U.S. is now threatening to put tariffs on $450 billion worth of Chinese goods. China is threatening with its own tariffs as well as retaliation on U.S. companies doing business in China. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, June 25th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.